listen up my friend because in the next few minutes you could make a decision that will change your life forever. My name is Jen McKnight and I'm the founder of Mindbeam, a purpose-driven business that helps people all over the world build a life and business that they love. I also serve as a director and board member for a global brand with a presence in over 53 countries. And it wasn't that long ago that I lacked the confidence to achieve my dreams, earn the money that I wanted and felt I never had the time to achieve my big goals. Fast forward years later with a few failed attempts, a successful business that made me miserable, which I then sold and many wrong decisions on what businesses were right for my life. You'll see now that the business and life I have today is one that genuinely changes lives, gives me more happiness and fulfillment than ever and more freedom and confidence than I could imagine. One that only used to exist in my mind. And I remember sitting at my desk in a corporate job that just I didn't enjoy over a decade ago, being miserable, knowing I was burnt out, overworked and not where I wanted to be. And I had big dreams, trust me, but I had no idea back then what that meant, how I was going to do it and whether I was good enough to succeed. I've created Mindbean and this podcast to give you realistic guidance and actionable steps to build your dream business and create the life you love. And I personally know firsthand the personal challenges and struggles I had to overcome to get to where I wanted. And it's the very reason I became a coach. My mission is to help you overcome those same self-doubts, challenges, and time constraints to build your dream business without sacrificing your happiness, health, and family life. To help you develop the necessary courage and confidence to overcome anything that holds you back. But most importantly, in a way that's realistic and practical for you. I don't promise you the world or sugarcoat things. I want you to be prepared for what journey is ahead of you so that you can succeed beyond your wildest dreams. And trust me, it is 100% possible. So if you're someone who's tired of being seen as one dimensional and you're an ambitious, busy, creative being who wants more out of life rather than rushing from day to day, surviving the never ending to do list, then you're in the right place. Here, I'm going to help you create that life and business that you love because the truth is that you can't really separate them in the first place. So you're in the right place and you're here for a reason. And something I'm going to say today, I can almost guarantee you, is going to stick with you and change one way or another the direction in your life. This episode is really for you if you're in your 9 to 5 job and you've had a dream of owning your own business deep down in your heart for some time and you eventually want to leave your 9 to 5 job. Maybe you don't want to count your hours to someone else. You want to do what you want to do, when you want, how you want, and you're tired of earning too little and you're passionate about doing something else and want to share that gift with the world. You might also be working full time and even be quite high in your career and have a side hustle idea you've been wanting to launch for a long time or you currently have a side hustle that you want to build big enough to do it full time. You could be a stay-at-home mom or dad who wants to start a small business that you can build over time. But majority of the people that follow me are people who either have a side hustle or big business idea and they really want to grow that. So let's get going, shall we? In the next few minutes, we're going to cover five steps that will set you up, set you up to leave your nine to five in a way that will increase your chances of succeeding tenfold. These essential steps were crucial in my journey and will be key from, to taking you from frustrated, 
burnt out and dreaming about your future to becoming a thriving, confident entrepreneur. So let's look at the step one. Step one first is to clearly define what your business idea is and how you'll make money from it. Here I often encourage people to think about what you love, find yourself naturally drawn to, or a moment where you were lit up inside because you did something that gives you energy. Remember my secret scripts of energy. If it gives you energy, give it back. Okay. I know you might be feeling like you don't know enough to start that business or you need to upskill or learn more and I can relate to how you feel. But usually when you decide to build a business, it's often something you're passionate about and naturally want to learn about or you're interested in. For me, I love marketing and selling. I love business and I love people aka personal development. In my spare time, I'm constantly learning more about how we can improve our lives by adopting new level of consciousness or I'm working with people to help get them better results or I'm testing selling and marketing methods and working with distributors all over the world to help them build their businesses. Now, I do this because I absolutely love it. I work on what drives me, what I'm fascinated by. And, you know, I love it. I consult at the moment for an amazing entrepreneur who built a business with over 100,000 employees. And he is phenomenal. And he said to me that he's never met someone who's so brilliant at business, selling and building brands. In fact, he used the words, in 65 years of my career, I have never met someone more extraordinary and skilled as you. And as flattered as I was, I know that the only reason I'm good at what I do is because I'm truly passionate about it, that my hunger for that learning never stops. That's what I want you to find. And if you don't know it yet, don't worry. It took me years to figure it out. Okay, you'll get there. And I can, however, at least confidently say that my knowledge and experience in this area is more than good enough to help other people. So think about yours. Then ask yourself if you have some knowledge and talent in this area. I don't usually advise going into something you've never dabbled in or have some experience in because it means you'll have to upskill and learn a lot before doing that. And you won't add as much value to that customer as you would if it was something that you loved and you had some experience on. And it'll be hard to get that business going. I always started a business with something I had knowledge and experience in similar to my PR and marketing business. So if you are thinking about something completely new, then maybe consider working in a similar role for a year or until you gain some experience that you can leverage on and build on the side in the meantime. So step one is to get very clear on what your business is. Think about what you're good at or what you're interested in. And remember, the shoe has to fit. If it gives you energy, give it back. Step number two is simple but impactful. Set a date that you're going to leave your 9 to 5 and have built the business big enough that you can leave your 9 to 5 and still sustain yourself financially. This, is, this one is probably the most important and there's a few ways that you can do this. Scenario number one, you already work in an industry that your business will sell to and you have a network of people who you know trust you and will become clients that can commit to a three to six month contract or big projects which will give you immediate cash flow into the business. If you're building a product-based business, then maybe you have a network who will distribute your products as soon as you launch. If you don't have these immediate contacts that you can almost pre-sell your service and guarantee off the bat that you'll have an income, you'll need to plan to build your business on the side until it's big enough to leave your job. Now, I launched my PR and marketing business by pre-negotiating 
big contracts before I left my job. In fact, the company and brand that I was working with hired my company with the biggest project that I ever started with. And I knew then that I had an income stream off the bat. I also negotiated with my company at the time that I would help them two days a week for three months until they found someone to replace me. So I consulted for them. And that's also an option, you know, just to keep some income stream happening at that time. Now, this gave me secure income and it gave me time to plan and build my business. I had already lined up three or four big paying clients to kick off my business. But if you don't have this, it's okay. But I highly advise you stick to your job and plan an exit date once you've built enough momentum. So many people want to plunge and dive straight into it by leaving their nine to five in two months, you know, and they want to just go straight in before they've actually made any sales. But the reality is, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you need time to learn what works, what doesn't. It's not, it's easy to crunch numbers. I can tell you that. You can plan as many numbers that you want, but actually doing it and learning and making those sales is completely different and you need to give yourself the time. Do you know that studies actually show you're 33% more likely to succeed in your business if you stick to your nine to five while building it on the side? And trust me when I say to you, you don't want to build a business out of desperation. It is not fun and it doesn't work. I've been there, I've done it, it's horrible and it failed. So Think about your situation and how long it's going to take you to build your business. Think about the amount of money you'll need to financially survive and not become desperate or risk your basic needs, okay? You've got to have a roof over your head. You've got bills to pay, so work that out. So anyone who tells you, you know, as well to save enough money, maybe that will last you a year to survive, is also... I know a lot of people say this, but it's not really realistic. If you're going to wait for that, it's never going to happen. Just give yourself enough money to have a few months of grace to get your business thriving. Start trying to sell your services or your product while you're working so that you know what works and what doesn't. And you know that your business is viable and you're making sales. Once you have that date, whether it's six months or a year, Put it in your calendar so that it becomes real and then start working on it before that. I put everything in my calendar and I mean everything. My meditation hour, my business goals, my milestones that I need to achieve, achieve, my time for gym and family. Because if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't happen. And I can clearly see the path ahead of me. It pushes me to reach those milestones and achieve what I want in a select amount of time. It pushes me to stop procrastinating. So write the date in your calendar, add it to your calendar. And then what I highly recommend is to write that exit date on your bathroom mirror so that it's a reminder every morning when you brush your teeth or you're getting ready. When you see something in the physical world that reminds you, it really makes a huge impact in terms of helping you stick to a discipline, helping you to push forward and helping you to not procrastinate. Work back once you have that date, the milestones that you need to achieve before that date and add those to your calendar too. Try and make the dates, if you can, realistic that when you leave your nine to five, you're not stressed and under pressure. And as entrepreneurs, we tend to often overestimate what we can do in one year, but we underestimate what we can do in three. So I want you to, when you're setting your date, Put enough pressure that you're driven and it's not too far away that you lose momentum. But also give yourself the time to do what's necessary, to do what 
you need to make sure that business succeeds so that you're not over promising yourself and over committing where you're going to burn out and fizzle out. That's not what we want. So what we often say is if you believe 51% at least that you can hit that goal within that amount of time, go for it. But if you have a 30% belief that you're going to hit this huge goal in three months and it's not that realistic, take a step back and replan and make it realistic. So, so far we have number one, get clear on your business and number two, set the date. Step three is an interesting one and it's all about getting smart how you work your job and your side hustle and manage your life. Now, some of you might feel guilty about doing this because we tend to get attached emotionally to the company and the people that we work with, right? I remember the one company that I left after many years. Emotionally, I was a wreck, a wreck, okay? And it was hard. And I'm sure that many of you have that emotional and personal attachment with your company as well. So how many of you felt guilty or bad about wanting to leave somewhere and you end up staying far too long to the detriment of your own health and well-being because you don't want to let anyone else down? Okay, we're going to stop that. I get it. And it's hard. But you also need to remember that the company you're at might not be your forever home. And it's even though it's had its place in your life and it's been phenomenal, your next chapter will start somewhere else. Okay. And that's okay. It's okay to move and to grow. You're not ethically obliged to be committed to a company for the rest of your life. So growth is what drives us. And I promise you, the company won't crash and burn if you leave. But if you feel bad about working on a side hustle and it really gets to you, then maybe have an open conversation with your company to let them know that you have a personal passion in business. Most company guys know this because it's becoming a norm and it doesn't, as long as it doesn't really compete or interfere with the product or service they offer, it should be totally fine. If they have a really strict policy that you can't and you need to decide whether you want to take the risk or you can be open to them to amend your contract and have the discussion, then that's completely up to you. Now, I want you to do in step three, a really simple thing. And that is to get really smart about how you work, to free up your time on your day, to make space for your side hustle in your extra hours. By this, I mean really simple things which you might feel strong about, or strange, not even strong, strange about at first, but make you feel super productive. So for example, cut down the number of unproductive meetings. If you can call someone on the phone and get an answer faster or cancel a meeting you don't actually need to be in, then do. Don't do death by meetings and meetings for the sake of meetings. Send notes prior to a meeting and points to make sure that the meetings are focused, productive and results driven. Don't go into a meeting and then discuss the agenda. So small things like that, sending an agenda before listing the points and results that you want to come out of that meeting with will keep it really focused. And doing these sort of things like calling someone and getting an answer instead of emailing them and having to follow up a hundred times, this will free up your time. It will make sure that you work smart, you deliver for your company, and then you're not sitting at night catching up on your nine to five job. In fact, that time is going to be allocated or in the mornings to your side hustle and building your business. So work smarter, be less busy on things that aren't moving the needle or showing results that aren't as important 
and focus on the things that's really going to drive performance to free up your time. So think of it as if you no longer have endless hours to dedicate to that company and work long days. You will force yourself to produce the same outcome, but in less hours. Another option which I did was to outsource work to freelancers while I was doing my full-time nine-to-five by using money from my salary while I was working. So if you don't have time, then pay for someone else to do what you need, whether it's the admin, the social media, the sales calls or design work. And in the beginning, yes, you will do a lot yourself and you don't want to spend a lot of money. But what you don't want to do, which I fell into the trap of in the past, is you don't want to become an employee in your own business and spend most of your time on admin or things that won't drive the business or the sales. You have to make sure that you are spending your precious time on what's going to make that business a success. The selling, the marketing, the servicing. So outsource what you don't have time for. And, and there's lots of freelancers globally that don't cost a huge amount. Have a look at Upwork. That's a fantastic platform called Upwork where you can outsource to freelancers anything that you want. You can also think of and write a list of resources that you have, family, friends, or people you know who'd be willing to help you either for free or in exchange for something else. Trust me, you'll be surprised by how many resources and people in your life you already have. Okay. Step four is about setting other people's expectations of you to allow you to succeed. Now, I know so many of you might be scared to tell your family or friends about your idea or what you're doing, but I think you'll be surprised by their support. And if not, don't ask their opinion. Remember, people don't have to understand what you're doing or agree. You don't need their validation or approval, but it's important that you they know why you're not replying to their text or why you won't attend the family lunch at times or see your friends for drinks. They'll get used to you not saying yes to everything. And once they do, you won't feel that pressure and guilt any longer. You'll know it's out there. And now you have in the same breath, accountability partners. It's out there. You can also find yourself an accountability partner if you want, like a coach or a friend that has the same ambition or join a Facebook community group, but find people who will lift you up and not hold you back with their negative talk. Because I can tell you now, most of those people have never achieved what you're wanting to. But what really helps is to set people's expectations. I tell my family and friends, guys, this is what I'm doing. This is my focus. So when I don't reply to you for four or five days, please know that it's not intentional. It's because this is what I'm doing. So if you can set people's expectations, they understand. And that takes extra stress and pressure off of you. The last step, step number five, is to create a financial plan. Now, I don't mean analysis paralysis and 20 spreadsheets, but you do need to do some research on what it's going to cost you to build this business. For example, website costs, outsourcing to freelancers, design costs, product, product development or logo development, you name it. Understand what costs you'll have in the next year and then the sales you're planning on making. So if you need to make up your full salary within six months so that you can leave, Know that number, know what that is and how many sales you'll have to make to get there and by when. You need a financial plan to exit. What is your runway to exit? 
I had projects off the bat, so I knew how long those would cover me. It was a calculated risk. I also knew what my costs were and what I needed to put into the business to grow it. But if I can give you a little word of advice, underestimate your sales and overestimate your cost to safeguard yourself. We tend to often underestimate the costs. And as an entrepreneur, we also tend to be super ambitious and overestimate the sales in the first year. And the one thing that I can say, which I mentioned earlier, is it's easy to crunch numbers. It's a different story when you're actually actively selling and making those sales. So underestimate your sales and overestimate your budgets will really just set you up with a little bit of a buffer and safeguard. And you can also become super resourceful. Remember, you can do a lot of things at a low cost. I had friends who designed my logos, people who I'd given work in the past, who did me a favor and helped me with the website. Either way, make sure you're financially ready and have planned for it and be resourceful. You don't have to spend a huge amount on building your business, okay? You really don't. Look at platforms like Upwork and outsource freelancers. Ask friends who are in the industry to help you, you know, Do all of that. I promise you, you have more resources than you think, and I would list them on a page. So those are the top five things that made my 9 to 5 escape plan a success and my business thrive. And I haven't only done this once. I've done it on numerous occasions, and I promise you, it really is a great process. And those are the essentials that will really set you up to succeed. And I want to end off with one thing. Guys, if I can do it, so can you. I promise you, I am a normal person. I had the same self-doubts and lack of confidence. Trust me, I struggled for years. And looking back, looking what I was able to do and what I've built and the life that I've built, I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd be where I am today. But you have to start. You have to believe that you have what it takes And that dream has been planted in your heart for a reason. I promise you. Keep going. You've got this. I believe in you 100%.